Thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure to be not among, but with you. Uh, I think uh, it's more than fair for uh, a conference dealing with the theology, which always means the reality of the digital, uh, to have someone uh, at the conference uh, on a virtual base, so on a transatlantic uh, manner. And perhaps uh, if it works better, it could be the future, since we not only face um, digital digitalization or the fourth revolution or the infosphere uh, as uh, the new challenge for our societies and uh, a disruptive transformation, but also climate change. And perhaps in the future, we will have only our, uh, our only half of our conferences uh, face to face and more uh, via um, video chat rooms. However, now I'm with you and it's a pleasure for me and thank you so much uh, for having taken so much effort uh, in reading the text and commenting on the text. Um, it, it's really a fantastic idea about Cursor uh, and these co-authorship and these cooperation in thinking and rethinking uh, theological topics. So my um, my paper, which I um, just very briefly will uh, introduce uh, or remind you of, um, is about um, the way from data protection to data sovereignty is uh, an ethical and or governance-driven approach uh, for shaping as I or we from the German Ethics Council, because it's not my only uh, um, approach as sh for shaping informational freedom in the on-life world. And I start my paper uh, with uh, a sketch of describing this new transformation uh, by uh, picking up the term the Oxford philosopher Luciano Floridi uh, coined, uh, the on-life, which means that all our real life takes place uh, from morning to evening, constitutionally a priori and a posteriori uh, in our uh, being on-life. And offline is only, let's uh, say, uh, Privatio Boni, a private way uh, within this general frame of on life world. And I demonstrated uh, with two examples Facebook uh, suicide um, a tool, a predictive tool, or, or better to, to hinder um, a suicide, of course, a prediction tool uh, and the um, Chinese social scoring system. And then um, I continue with describing these trend or the trend of uh, the digitalization, this of the transformative on life, uh, and my twofold uh, thesis is that we have to face and 
to cope with two uh, worrying trends. That is, on the one hand, uh, uh, that this transformation takes place in very small steps. And in the end, perhaps we have not realized how uh, deep this change has been and that we also in the near future uh, might reach a point of no return, a tipping point uh, where we have, where it's very difficult uh, to uh, come to a diff or to a solution which can keep or to a governance of society and our individual life uh, where we can still keep um, plurality within the society and um, whatever that is and this will I think the main focus of our discussions um, something the one called called autonomy the other self-determination um, and this what this is is of course the major part of our discussions within your group and then I describe or try to understand three uh, intervening uh, trends which to my mind will, can and will combine and together uh, yield this risky trend for the society and the individual. And I talk about uh, firstly um, challenges within the sphere of business and economy that I address uh, the future of work and the challenges there and also uh, point out uh, the impact uh, the platform economy, especially uh, the uh, internet giants, the so-called GAFA or GAFAM, will have on our entire life, on our societal life, uh, from our private uh, micro uh, sociological sphere to the global sphere. And secondly, um, I talk um, about the influence the social media have on shaping our society, their endangering role for uh, social cohesion, for democracy uh, under the rule of law. And thirdly, um, I address uh, the question of um, on, on the level of the individuals, uh, the trend to self-governmentalization uh, where we lose our ability uh, to look for <clears throat> an autonomous self-understanding of ourselves, which is not directed uh, by the algorithms of the more and more narrowing um, incentives and nudges uh, given by uh, the GAFA. In the last part of uh, my paper, I, or in the final part, I address uh, ways, not solutions, of course not solutions, ways in 
order to try um, to cope with this hyper complex uh, situation where, of course, one could put much more effort in describing and analyzing it. Um, and here, um, I firstly uh, introduce uh, the approach uh, of the German Ethics Council, uh, which could be put under the heading of from data protection to data sovereignty from an input oriented uh, approach to cope with big data and AI uh, to a more output oriented approach. And since I think this multidimensional, multi-actor driven approach might be of more interest, uh, allow me to um, spend some words and uh, some minutes uh, on it. Um, I'm convinced that the old fashioned concept of data protection, uh, which was um, set, set up and established uh, in the 90s or 80s or 90s uh, of the 20th century with its uh, pragmatic principles of informed consent, purposeness, um, and data minimization does not meet uh, the challenges and the frame of a big data and AI-driven um, level of digitalization, because everything depends on getting um, as, much, as much as possible uh, data. Um, so data minimization is an oxymoron when it comes uh, to the age um, of big data and AI. Um, and also identifying um, patterns uh, within this huge amount of data and then look for um, predictions uh, against the background of these patterns is uh, not um, compatible with these old-fashioned ideas of data protections. Nevertheless, uh, the uh, guiding idea behind uh, the um, approach of data protect protection should still be taken as relevant and invalid, uh, since it is the, the idea of informational self-determination. And this is what we should try to keep also, or as I called it, make it waterproofed uh, for the age of big data, AI, and machine learning. And uh, the idea of data sovereignty could be, um, firstly, and please keep in mind that this is not um, an approach of technical solutionism, but only the first uh, layer, this uh, technical approach, in a way that so-called data agent represent on a technical level um, the data subject in the entire uh, processing of the data. So the data subject 
in general has the opportunity when it comes to a situation where she is convinced that she wants to get control in a given situation uh, to concretely uh, effectively um, apply uh, this or conduct uh, this wish. So this is only, and, and of course, no one of us is able to do it uh, on a personal base. So we also plead for uh, the set, setting up institution like Duster, data trustees, uh, perhaps an interesting new uh, business model for the um, AI and machine learning age. So this is only a tech, the technical level. And of course, uh, we wanted to widen the approach to the political, to the juridical level, but also to the level of literacy and education. And when it comes to these last points, um, literacy and um, building competence um, and education, uh, then uh, I also made some proposal which also try to figure out the role of the churches and the functioning of the given um, Christian tradition within our society uh, to shape uh, the digital sphere in the age of big data and AI uh, and to stress uh, the resources we have had from the Christian tradition uh, in order uh, not uh, to uh, abolish an understanding, a meaningful understanding of human being as uh, self-determined autonomous uh, beings now I could start what I not, did not in the text to um, elaborate a concept of um, the uh, self of self-determination and autonomy. I take the point many of you made uh, that this could have been put forward in a more clearer manner uh, in the text, uh, but the text was intended, um, especially when it was published first uh, in German, um, to be to some extent vague. Especially I wanted to say as vague as possible, that was perhaps a little bit too uh, harsh. Um, but. Um, it is still vague because um, I did not want to fix myself to a very specified concept of self-understanding because um, I wanted to invite as many people as possible to think about this, I would say, fundamental anthropological features that we understand ourselves as beings who, on the one hand, not only choose um, or, or take choices, uh, 
uh, but who can also give reason for their acting. So I personally follow, would follow this uh, more Kantian interpretation of autonomy, but this ability always um, being uh, or made concrete under specific circumstances of an individual life in given uh, individual societal environment. So we can discuss that later. And I stop now and thank you again for the opportunity to present or have to present my paper. Looking forward for the discussions with the other participants and now and my talk. Thank you so much.